0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to this episode of Technically Short. So this, I think this is episode seven. I think. I think we are on episode seven. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so this episode, it's definitely going to be, it's going to be a little bit deeper than. I think uh, that uh, episode uh, six was deep. Last episode about was that the last one? No, episode three was about relationships. Um, that was definitely one of our deeper, deeper conversations. This one this one might be might be a little bit uh, deeper gets a little bit more personal I agree and but it's definitely gonna uh, it's gonna help a lot I do believe this conversation can help a lot of people so before we start I just want to say if you uh, haven't already and you've been liking and you've been liking our podcast definitely definitely subscribe on whatever platform you're on make sure notifications are on so you don't miss an episode. Give us a like and share our episodes. If you like this episode specifically, share it onto your social media so uh, more people can um, benefit from this message.
1: Absolutely. Share, like, subscribe. Give us five-star ratings. Only five stars. <laughs> <laughs> four if it, four is okay, too. <laughs> but, uh, but all right. So,
0: let's dive into the topic. Today's uh, topic is going to be titled Living Through Trials. And, um really it's all really all based around like it's gonna be a lot of this based around personal per like personal experiences personal revelations and things that we've both learned through the trials that we've lived through in our lives and and first uh i guess i skipped over the first part (laughs) already this is the first time I've ever made a, out, a full outline for this, and I skip already met, already skipped the first one. But we'll just dive into the subtopics. <laughs> um, but but really, what I want to dive into is give, first give you kind of a basic, give you guys a basic backstory and found, set a foundation for the conversation as to. Why this is something that I uh, this is was my, this topic was my idea, right. and this is something I specifically wanted to talk about. It's something I'm very passionate about, and currently in my life I'm go I've been going through a trial that uh, I've been I honestly going through it for uh, about four four ish almost five years I think and. Really, and what it seems to be is to me is, uh, and so some doctors is nerve pain, but do- some doctors have not. Fe- uh, doctors can't aren't really agreeing uh, with other doctors, um, and uh, therapists can't. My occupational therapist couldn't figure. it's stumped. So the current trial that I'm going through is just con- it's constant pain. Um, sometimes it's mild, sometimes it's intense, but it's usually pretty constant. And as of recently, today is, um... August... Sorry. August 20th. Um... You know, this this episode's coming out out first Tuesday in September. But as of August 20th, I started feeling some tightness in my neck. And... So there's a whole bunch of stuff, uh, a whole bunch of things happening uh, in my body that I don't know what they are. And... So I'm gonna like where I'm gonna start the where I'm gonna start this conversation and John I'm just gonna tell you you can uh, you can jump in whenever with okay. this, um, but I'm gonna start with talking about how with a trial, uh, actually Sean before I, I just was going to dive in I I was going to skip you, uh, I was skip you what what's um the trial you were, you wanted to talk
1: about uh right this episode oh well the trial I want to talk about this episode is um. What I'm currently facing, all the situations, all the problems, my current experiences, and um, I'll give a brief um, uh, I don't know how you would say it, a brief explanation on it, I guess. Um, uh, so currently, what I'm facing, I'm facing new job, new career, new opportunities uh mental suffering from stress and uh currently was just injured on a roller coaster so it was either somewhat of a concussion slash vertigo type of deal and that was another trial and i'll i'll dive deeper into all the situations i'm currently facing but that's just a little brief explanation of what the topics i'm going to talk about is yeah
0: awesome so and like um yeah, just, just for, just to uh, give a little bit more context. Um, to Sean, that actually that happened recently, recently, like within like like a week, within a few days of recording this. Um, so as far as like the vertigo goes, and, um, def- and I'm sure he'll dive more into what uh, the doctors said and things like that uh, when we were there, because it definitely didn't help yeah, <laughs> in some instances. <laughs> definitely um, <didn't. laughs> But, um, so yeah, so diving in, the first thing I want to talk about, like, with, like, Sean mentioned it already, he's, he's talking about these mental struggles, and with me, I'm dealing with a physical, a seemingly, it is a physical struggle, however, trials in and of themselves, even if it's a physical struggle, it's not just a physical struggle. It It's, on it's just as much, if not honestly sometimes more of a mental struggle than it is a physical struggle and that the mental struggle is without through all trials this is all this is going to apply to every trial that anyone that anyone has, has ever faced because a and i don't, don't believe that's a bold statement to make the uh, the people deal with mental trials all the time varying in degree and but whenever you're in the in the valley and you're in these in, in these depths. You the, like you have to like one thing that you have to do or suffer the consequences is work is work on is choosing to either grow through the trial and focus think about how it's growing you or how it can grow you or allow it to destroy you and that's something I, I want to kind of talk about there's like with me and my with me in my specific trial I was asked earlier today by our, one of our pastors Pastor Christina uh, she she asked me like she prayed over me and she asked me uh, she was the first person to ask me like how I'm doing mentally the specifically mentally I feel like people have asked me before like how are you doing? But she was the first person to actually ask me like, how are you, how's your mind? And I can honestly say that I, even though my condition is worse than it was a few months ago, I'm doing better mentally because of the, uh, because of the community and the tactics that I've applied and the community that I've surrounded myself with. One thing that I've done and that prepared me for this, initially was starting to go to therapy. I have started was already going to therapy for almost almost a year. I think, uh, yeah, almost a year. I think before this ha- before this really got bad about a year ago. So I think maybe I was going for six months. Whenever it started happening, it's almost been about a year since it started getting started getting worse, and going to therapy and I uh, remember I was thinking about this yesterday when I was preparing mentally preparing for the for this episode that for me going to therapy is not like you don't have to be going through a trial to go to therapy but that's that, that's sometimes when people go to therapy and then once the trial is over they stop and I think that's I, I honestly believe I don't think I know that's a mistake I believe people, like everybody I pers- I am a personal advocate that for everybody having a therapist or a counselor or somebody that understands the human mind better than they do because those are the people that got appointed the know to know and understand the tactics that know and understand the human mind and the tactics behind how to have a healthy one So my therapist, I mean, me going to me going to therapy is not wasn't just uh, what uh, John Maxwell calls he's a kind of a concept called you you're you're preparing or repairing and I, for therapy in my in this instance that's prepar that was at first it was repairing my mind after it was kind of after I after there were things I had to deal with and go through things that were already kind of festering in my mind and there had to be some uh, uh, repairments done, then whenever I, then whenever I decided to keep going and that trial subsided, that last trial subsided of repairing, it started, it started to be more of a preparing season than a repairing season. And I, and I can think, I can, I know that if I didn't have the tools that my therapist gave me or the mindsets that my therapist helped me unlock, then I would be in such, so, so much of a worse place than I am now. And it's that, that mixed with, that, that mixed with diving and being surrounded by a good Christian community and diving into the word of God, specifically for me, the the messages around mental health, around when when certain certain people that are writing the Bible talk about anxiety and stress, anxiety and stress, and how to handle that, they say like there's they say like take every thought captive and give it to God so that He can turn it around into something that is of God, which means turning into something that isn't turning taking something that isn't. Uh, start taking something that isn't good and making it good. And that all happens... That ha- that sometimes it only happens in the mind. Because right now, um... I'm really trying not to jump around too much. Like, I'm hoping I'm making sense to you guys. Uh, Sean, if you think there's anything I need to, like, uh, give more depth on, let me know.
1: Yeah, I honestly think you're doing a good job. You're, you're staying straight to the point.
0: Okay, thanks. Um... And I definitely do like, that's kind of it with a t- more of a tangent with going to the script going to scripture but let me go back to the therapy real quick. One of my favorite tools that she gave me or at least um realizations that she gave me is she i like, I was in a depth of anger not this was about my past trial and I was angry about a lot of things angry at myself, angry at people and and then I was, also, and like, I started getting anxious about other things. And she goes, Thomas, I don't, she goes, I don't think God, God gave us emotions. God gave us these emotions. So that means they're, like, we're meant to have them. So I don't, she goes, I don't think God gave us emotions in order for us to not to use them. And she goes, So you can be angry, but don't stay there. You can be, you can, like, Hey, angry anger can be used for good it can be used for bad it's a tool just like any other and anger in my sense i was using i was using my anger in the wrong way she said like it's a valid reason to but maybe be angry but it wasn't inadvertently she's like it's okay to be sad it's okay to be these have these feelings they're not technically they're not technically negative feelings is all about how you use them and it's, what, it's whether you stay there i think that goes back to whether you're going to let it build you or destroy you uh i think and i know like the specific lessons that i've learned through this trial of like me- medical uncertainty i uh, of not knowing anything about what's going on with me that that for me was the biggest struggle it's the not knowing that's always been a struggle with me it's not it's getting the uncomfortable and the and like not understanding what's going on and then getting because of this is my body this is me like i get stressed i get extremely stressed out and one time I, I i had a realization that like even though i don't know anything I don't know what's going on. I have, I have like slowly been gaining more of an understanding, more of an idea, but I still don't know exactly what's happening. And, but God knows. Oops, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, but God knows. Like he knows, like if he knows how many hairs are on my head, he knows exactly the pain that I'm going through and knows exactly why. And some people that maybe aren't, uh, Christians, or maybe don't fully understand what i'm talking about i can uh, let me explain a little bit further into that like why would god let me be in pain i um i had somebody at a men's small group ask me once if i if i was thankful if i ever thanked god for the pain and i didn't really get my first at first i didn't get much of an explanation about it and then I asked then I Sean and I yeah. being roommates we talked about it for we talked about it for a little bit and you, like, you helped me understand like and helped me kind of like figure it out like it's not he's not saying like straight up just be thankful for the pain right what he was saying and I texted with him and made sure that I verified it with him make sure this is what he was saying and it makes a bunch of sense <coughs> Um, that you you're not th- don't you're not thankful necessarily for the pain in itself. You're thankful for the fact that if you're in pain, if you're in pain, then there's a reason for it because God, like he could, he has the power to just snap me snap me back to feeling perfectly well. Absolutely. But if he hasn't, then there's a reason for it because God is love and God is joy. So if God is love, God is joy. Then what He's doing, if I fully trust and believe in Him, and I do, then I also believe that the that His reasoning is good. His so for whatever. So I don't need to know why I'm why I'm in pain, or like why I I don't need to know why I'm in why I'm in pain physically. I just I, I still will figure it out. I don't need to know right now. to be content in the not knowing, but. I can also I can also know that God's working it out for his good. For his good and my good, which means my good and for his glory because the the pain of I don't know where I was I was going somewhere. <laughs>
1: So you're you're saying the pain it's gonna make you better it's gonna take you to a higher level yeah it's gonna take you to the next level
0: there we go yeah that thanks
1: man no problem like, um yeah
0: so it's oh this is this this is actually really a good con this concept I was thinking about earlier is that like your like life doesn't not, like if you if you start viewing life this way none of your trial it's going to dull a lot of the effects of the trials uh not maybe not at first but you re you replay this thought in your head that life doesn't life does not happen to you it always happens for you and if it's always if it only happens to you then that's where it stops you're just finger just happening to you good or bad that's just and that's where it stops it doesn't matter the reasoning behind it it just that it's happening to you you're a victim but if it's happening for you then it's then if it's happening for you it doesn't stop there because there's if it's happening for you then there's a reason that it was given this this was given to you it was there's a reason behind why it's happening and if you're like Sean and I believe in a good God who mm-hmm. only does things for our good. Then whatever is going to ha- whatever is happening for you, will be it will be a good thing. So that I can think back and think about all the fantastic things that have happened because of going through this trial, and the growth I've gone through because of this trial, and the per- and I'm not the same person that I was a year ago. So I want to just encourage you if you're going through a trial right now that A, I want to I, A, like, I want to like I just want to, I want to encourage you around the, uh, that's just like your trial that you're going through right now. I want to ask you to stop being a act, stop acting the victim. And I also want you to Look at it from a perspective of how how is this growing me, and I get there are actually some instances where, yes, you may actually have been a victim in a terrible thing, something terrible could have happened to you by by some other person that did an act of evil, but there is still goodness on the other side of it, absolutely there is still redemption on that. There is still, if it's something that maybe you did, maybe you put yourself through a trial, and you're putting yourself through a trial, and it's something that you did, maybe you did something, and now you're dealing with the mental repercussions of it, there is still redemption for that. There is a, there is still a good God who who forgives, and a good God who loves you, and a good God who... Uh, only once to use these things for your good so how is it growing you how how can the understanding of this trial grow you and how will that help the other people around you that's a whole other topic about how how trials don't aren't just for you but they're for the people around you but i won't go too far into that um yeah sean if you want to take it
1: all right um I think that was really good honestly and I love the rawness that you have um literally just letting everybody know what the issues all the trials that you're facing and voila uh yeah you're um so like um I love the rawness of it um all right I'll go into my trials before we start asking each other questions and stuff okay so my trials one of them i put my own self in yes some trials that you do you could be the cause you be the reason of your mental frustration your mental uh suffering you can be that reason why because we do stupid things sometimes for instance i did something stupid at work that cost me my job was it criminal no it, I don't even think it was a sin. But it still was stupid. And that literally cost me my job, right? So I had to face that. And as I'm facing that, then I was also hit with something that I didn't control. Something that was beyond my experience. Something that was just unexpected. After looking for a new career and all that, I'm enjoying myself at an amusement park, Kennywood and then I'm faced with another trial which is either uh, concussion or vertigo or both or whatever. The doctor didn't really check me out at all like they really just put like some um, they checked for my my heart rate and they gave me a uh, IV and that's just like nutrients and stuff so they keep you from being dehydrated. And they just prescribed me for vertigo. They didn't do a CAT scan or anything to check on me. But during that trial, I learned something different. Which was, no matter what we're facing in life. No matter what trial you put yourself through. Or what trial was just given to you by the enemy. Or for God, for your, your glory, for his glory, there is always goodness on the other side of the trial. So even though I'm facing all these things like, okay, new career opportunities, uh, the stress that comes with, okay, where am I going to go? Where am I going to, what am I going to do? And the mental of trying to get my mind back and my body back to being fully healthy after uh, the vertigo and concussion. Even though I'm facing all these things, I have to remember that God is good, that God has something for me on the other side. So our trials, though they are hard, they make you better. And not only do they make you better, but then you can use that, what you overcame, to help other people. So it's never about us, but it's about more. So your story turns to God's glory for other people's use. Now, people have been through all sorts of types of trials. Like, you have women who are raped, right? You have two outcomes of that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You have one who who's like, I'm a victim and this was awfully done. Something horror, horrific was done to me. And then you have another who can say, this horrific event that happened to me, I am going to use it for God's glory. Now she's helping other women who were raped and you see that and, and stuff like that. And same thing with when people are murdered, you have two type of outcomes too. Like, will the family use it for God's glory, or will they just use it for their own suffering? In life, we have two choices. God's glory, your suffering. You could be the victim of your problem, or you could use whatever problem that was given to you for God's glory. And I think that's something that's just truly amazing, that God gives us the opportunity to be like, okay, while I'm suffering, I can either blame God of like, what Job's friends did in the Bible when Job first um, lost all his cattle, then he ended up getting plagued by Satan and, like, physically, like, making him have boils on his body. And then Satan even kills all of his kids. And his friends come to Job and say, Just curse God and die. His wife says that to him. Like, God, God's clearly not on your side. But Job, he stays faithful. He realizes that no matter what, God is good and God will work this out for his glory. So you know what happens at the end of Job? Job is blessed with double amount of kids, double amount of wealth, and his body is healed. And like, so all the things he faced, he overcame by staying focused on God and reminding himself who God is. And that was the double blessing on his life. So I have to try to do that every time I face a trial. And honestly, it's hard. It is hard. Um, biggest trial for me is because like when I go through suffering, I like to like be like, oh, it's, it sucks. This is this. And then I need other people, other brethren, and other people to encourage me during my trial. So I'm like, oh, they're like, yeah, but Sean will, God will use this for your glory and his His glory. I'm like, oh, yeah, and you're right. And that gives me the energy that, and that gives me the word of God stirs the fire into me and the anointing. And then I realize, OK, yeah, keep my eyes focused on God and things will be good. So um, that's that's the trial.
0: Cool. <laughs> no, that's good, man. That's good. Um I was writing some things in the notes, and uh, I think we kind of already answered the questions <laughs> that you wrote down, uh, but the one, uh, you can ask,
1: what's the, one, what's the one question that you have? Okay, um, so what was your most significant trial, and what did you learn from it, Thomas? I think,
0: kind of already, t- like my most significant trial, I'm going to say it's the one that I'm going through right now, and I was actually writing down something like... Um, that honestly has been one of the biggest realizations for me while going through this. One of the biggest lessons I've learned is, and this doesn't just apply to my trial; this applies to my life, is that I can't do it all by myself. Mm. And which means, like, I it just means, like, a I can't just handle this trial. I can't carry this weight on my own because I I wasn't created to right. I was created to handle this weight by myself. That's why God, that's like we can give this to, I can give this to God and I can also share it with others. Share with other I can share it with friends who uh, only want to build me up, that only want to pour into me, that will allow me to just talk to them and rant and just and just be And just talk about like, this is what I'm going through. This is what just happened. i called a friend after a doctor. I had a call with a doctor and I just cried. I just cried on the phone with him for like 30 minutes. And like um, expressing my frustration, my stress I was going through. And he just listened. Uh, And those are the kinds of people you want in your life. Is the people that will come alongside you. So that when the going does get tough, they don't run away. In that you, these are the people that you can go to. With that they're not they're not just going to be they're not just going if you start to rant and complain they're not going to just sit there and agree with you that yeah that sucks no they're going to they're going they're going to come alongside you and say hey let's deal with this together. They're like yes this is not a great like yeah this is not a great situation. Like. And Sometimes maybe they'll ask, "What can we do about it?" Or they're gonna, or they're just gonna be like, "Let's just sit in it. Let's just sit with. Let's just sit together and be together, so that you're, so you don't, because you don't have to be alone." And this, and then this concept doesn't just apply to that's what I just talked about. It's also like more personally, this is something I struggled with whenever it comes to what I do with the church. It's pro, I, I do production with our young adult group. And for a while, the team was just me. And I wasn't really working on building the team that much. And I was just more focused on how can I make sure this is a smooth experience for everybody. But I was also experiencing like a bit more, more thinking about how can I do it right. And once I started getting into so much pain that I realized I, could, I was like, oh, I can't actually do this by myself there uh, with David our friend David uh, on Sunday I, I asked him he I, he expressed interest one day that, about maybe joining production on Sundays and I was like hey man I'm gonna need help I think I asked him on Saturday if I could he, he could up on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> and I was like hey man I I'll be if you could help out that I know you expressed some interest if you can help me out and take my place and I'll guide you through how to do it. That'd be awesome. He said yes, and he's still serving on production. Like, and then he also helps helps on Wednesdays, and he started joining the, the production team where it was just me. And then he joined the team, and then that made me realize like, man, this is so much easier with other people around. Like, I don't yeah. just, I don't have to do this by myself. Like and now the team is has more people than then I could ever that, that it could like the team that, that we even need, and it's great. Like we can rotate people out, and people can take a break, and it's all because of God, i i it's all because of what god's taught me through this trial would i have learned that eventually maybe but it would take a lot longer i <laughs> so like this like put that part of me in, it, it humbled me it, it, this trial it humbled me so much to be realized like i actually can't not i can't do things by myself not just physically, but, like, met the mental toll it takes to actually try to do things by yourself, like, that's a weight. And it's not, it, it's a, it's, like, and if you're like me, maybe you don't, sh- like, maybe you're good at not showing it. And there's certain people that can see it. That's true. <laughs> but, like, maybe maybe you're good at not showing it, and you can just you hold it in and then when you get home you just let you let it out when you're by yourself and that's not a healthy way to be that's just me speaking through my own vulnerable experience <laughs> and so yeah i think the biggest thing i've learned was that even right now like don't don't have to be going through a trial for, to apply this like whatever you're going whatever you're happening whatever you're doing right now don't do it by yourself agree. whatever it is that's it
1: what about you Alright, um, for me, biggest thing I learned during this trial, honestly, is to lean more on God, right? So I agree with you, you can't do a trial by yourself, and I, I think leaning on God, and realizing, okay, what is, what am I learning right now during this trial? What is God trying to teach me? What should I do that I don't need to repeat when it's a personal trial? What did you cost your own self? And... So, I learned in this trial that, for one, lean on God. For two, maintain self-control. Because self-control can keep you out of so much personal trials. Um, If I had self-control that day, I wouldn't have done that stupid thing at work. And I would have eventually left my uh, career there rather than have to be forced out you know so self-control was big trial for me so i mean a big uh something i learned something i can always use is more self-control so definitely uh, i'll definitely say that um now let's see i have a second question for you (laughs) (laughs) oh i like this one okay go ahead (laughs) Alright, this question I know Thomas didn't like this one that much <laughs> Don't think we need this one <laughs> Put that in notes I still think it is Um, What do you find more difficult, mental or physical trials? The reason why I like this question Is because It's specific for a person Like everybody's different Somebody's gonna be like, oh, I like physical trials better uh, Or I like mental trials better Because it's who who they are I think the way you're saying that's weird no,
0: you say do I like this type of trial better. I don't think people like. I don't think anybody likes. Well, trials. the
1: question itself is, what do you find more difficult? There's no liking yeah. it at all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That is
0: used. what you used. Uh, honestly, I I'm going to stick with what I said before. I think they're pretty much. I, I don't think. I think a trial's a trial because they're. All, it's it's always mental. Is, uh, all, is, every trial is a mental trial, so I don't really think one's greater. Uh, personally, I don't think one is harder to deal with. I think than the other. It all depends. Like you, kind of what you said. It depends. It it depends on who you are and the preparation that you did. Preparation that you did beforehand, whether you knew you were preparing or not, for the, to be in a trial. I don't think I don't think people actually know they're going to be in a trial before they're in it, but so that means that you need to be preparing in expectation of being in one, because one day you will be. That's that's just a part of life. So I think preparing for I think so I think all trials are mental trials, and sometimes other things like phys, like the physical traits of them, uh, sometimes sprinkled into that. But that just add, that adds to the that that is. A reason of the uh, that physical trial is also a mental trial. So I don't really think they're too much different. Well,
1: for me, if, if I'm I'm being honest, I'm I think physical trials are harder, right? Because like mentally, I think we all go through things, but physically, it's it's harder because you're you're dealing with something that you naturally normally know your body shouldn't be you should be be capable of doing, right? So, for instance, like, my vertigo thing, it was it was more of being able not to be able to be who I am as independent, and it also was me not being able to just walk normally, or run, or drive, or do anything that I normally would be able to physically be able to do. But because it is a physical trial... There is literally nothing I can do but focus on God and go to the emergency room, get some medicine, and then just rest and hope that and um, pray that I would get better. Mentally, I think we face a lot of things mentally, and I feel like if you're physically fine, I think it's a lot easier, in my opinion, to deal with any type of mental issue, but when you're physically not fine... For whatever reason, whatever trial you're in, I think it's a lot harder mentally because that's something that now you're like, you're just adding more weight to you because you already have to deal with things in the life. But when your body is not working the way it should be, it's painful and I feel like it's more of a trial, more of a difficulty than it is when it's just mental stuff you have to deal with.
0: Yeah, I can get that. I can get that to an extent. I think, um, yeah. But so that pretty much ends. That that does, that ends the main uh, portion of this conversation. But that so that brings da- that brings us down to our this little segment where <laughs> we just we just have we we'll have like a different different type of discussion about. Pretty much any, pretty much anything. Just you know, it's a little bit of a lighter discussion. Maybe one day we'll actually give it a title. <laughs> lighter tones. <laughs> Light, lighter tones. <laughs> but uh, my question for Sean today, and this is this is, this is, this is. I love this you're, question.
1: You're a strange person, uh, Sean. Why do you think it's okay to put ketchup on steak? Oh, okay. Well, I honestly think it it is okay. It totally (laughs) is in certain circumstances. Like, for instance, if somebody cooked your steak wrong, then get a new steak? No, you're not going to waste the steak. It's a steak. Um, You're going to get a new steak? I'm just going to put ketchup on it. I'll put barbecue sauce on it, too. (laughs) Like, if it's not cooked correctly, like, I like my stuff to have some pink in it. So if it's like, um, what's it called? when it's fully cooked, I forget, like... Well done. Well done. If it's something like well done or something like that, then I would definitely put ketchup on it. Um, or barbecue sauce, or m- Worcestershire sauce, or any- anything that would make it taste better because when it- things are not cooked right, I feel like sauce, you can just sauce things over. <laughs> I think we do that in life. that do actually <laughs> preach. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think... That if
0: you're going somewhere to buy to order a steak and they cook it wrong, you send it back. And if they don't, uh, and if you go into a place that is specifically known for their steak and you put ketchup on it, then you shouldn't have gone to that place. <laughs> you, you, you shouldn't be there. But well, what if it was like
1: your parents or somebody and they cooked cooked your steak? If like, they you know, pa- and they and they cooked it wrong, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this to mom. And I'm like mom, you cooked steak wrong. You just you're gonna put some sauce on it, right? Yeah, yeah, I get that.
0: That never came up in our discussions before. <laughs> if, if my mom cooked my steak, I think... I would not... I'll be honest, I, I, I don't think I'm expecting... Uh, like, I'm not expecting the same kind of culinary art that yeah, I'm expecting right? right. So, like, if it... Uh, I'm just... Honestly, I don't put ketchup on my steak at all because I think that's weird. But, like...
1: <laughs> would you put barbecue sauce or some type of or, I
0: would put, like, like A, maybe A1. but A1, yeah. But, like, the... Uh, but no, I can get that. But like no, I, I I guess yeah, I was more talking about if you're going to like I, I, I if you're going to like an, like a steakhouse and you're going hey and they they sometimes you'll see that they purposely do not put sauce on the table because they're like you won't need it <laughs> and then you're like you got some ketchup in the back they're like we didn't give you fries
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if I if I ask for ketchup or, or if I ask anything, yeah, it usually <laughs> is. But I'll just sauce it over, and I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I'm usually that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do it wrong, man. You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> totally fair. Like, I I agree with both views. Because <laughs> when you you get what you pay for, so if you're paying for an expensive steak, you deserve it to be cooked the way you like it. But at the same time, like, some of the waiters and the cooks, they'd be, like, stressed out. This is a rough day. They're always stressed out with the kitchen. I know. That's <laughs> what I mean. It's like, it's a rough day for them. I don't I don't like being like, hey, um, this wasn't done right. Bring it back. I need another one. I mean, I would do it if it was, like, something I'm allergic to or if it's, like, sweet potatoes, yams, pumpkin pie, or plantains or anything. I just generally don't like. But other than that, I would never send it back.
0: Okay. I'm going to put it. I'm going to think about this. I want to put a question, uh, uh, this will be on Spotify for our majority of Spotify listeners. For the chefs (laughs) out there, is it okay to put ketchup on steak? We're going to put a poll of yes or no. Or barbecue sauce. Definitely barbecue sauce. No, just no. We're just taking ketchup because that's what, that was that was the first thing. That was that was our main discussion point before. We've had this discussion before, oh, yeah. and you were dying on that hill. So.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly still am. You know, like I said, I'll put ketchup on anything, almost almost anything. But yeah, that so, so that ends this
0: episode. Not really sure how long it lasted. Actually, we didn't put a timer this time. So. If you like, if you listen to this whole episode, thank you. If you like this episode, definitely give it a like. If you think this episode might help somebody, uh, get, get, um, maybe give them some tools about going through their trials and maybe give them a different mindset about it, definitely share it with them so, they, so they share this. So that they can listen to it and maybe start a conversation with them. The, if you like this episode again, give it a like. Maybe drop us a, sub, uh, a subscribe and five star rating. Give us a five star. And also, I, um, in the show notes for if you know, if you, or, you know, somebody that feels like, uh, that, that needs to go see, that you believe needs to, uh, see a therapist, or you definitely, uh, have, maybe haven't thought about therapy before. And now you're thinking maybe that might be something that you want to look into. I'm going to drop a link for, uh, Christian Counseling, uh, down, down in the show notes so that you can go directly to that source. I tried. I was going to put my own personal my personal therapist on there, but I saw today that they they aren't accepting new clients right now. So, but so I'll I'll drop that link down below so because I believe mental health is uh, extremely important. If you're not taking yourself care care of yourself mentally, you're going to you're going to um, go downhill in all areas. So, but yeah, with that with that said, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Love you guys.